make a valid point, Jay. Uh, somebody got to hear. I relate everything to, like, shit. Hooping, wrestling, and rapping. Mm-hmm. I look at everything. Like, shit, to be, like, the glue. That's, like, being the star of the team. If not the star, shit, the six man. Hell, not, you ain't even got to be the six man, bro. You just probably, like, that anchor. You that nigga. The that got them. Yeah, that got them. Whether you play or not that day, you hyping up everybody. Mm-hmm. And why you, because your presence there, that's going to make everybody better that day. I mean, so many people get caught up on the person that they see. And you know that particular person that they see, don't know, it's, he got to get his spark somewhere. Damn straight. So the spark can be from some type of inspiration. Hey, man, it's never wrong to look up to a goddamn grown-ass nigga, bro. Like, to this day, I still look up to goddamn Michael Jordan and Wayne. I look, I, I'm, I'm inspired by Wayne and Jordan. Mm-hmm. But when it come to, like, certain shit, I got certain people I look up to, like... Investing and being an entrepreneur, money wise. Right. I look up to niggas like Rick Ross. A nigga that got them investing. He got his finger in every, a little bit of everything. And he owned that shit too. And shit, my, besides that nigga, Master P and Sauce Walker. Mm-hmm. Niggas sleep on my boy Sauce. Don't sleep on the Sauce, Jack. Speaking about that nigga, he dropped three albums. Three days. He dropped one tonight. I mean, he dropped one yesterday. The day before that and the day before that. Work. Damn. You got to work out here. And I ain't talking about the work that you go to 9 to 5. We talking about the work that you do from 6 to 10. Your work, nigga. Yeah. Or 6 to whenever. I ain't even going to put a cap on it. If six you got to fucking work, nigga. Whenever. 6 to whenever. Because there's no type of limit on what you trying to do. There's always a limit on your work day. When you clock in, when you clock out. Damn straight, Jack. But when you trying to do your own shit, it ain't no limit to that. <clears throat> what you said, God damn it. I'm at the hospital from one thirty to 10. I'm in that bitch drawing, too. I draw on my phone. I take my sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Before work, I'm drawing. After work, I'm drawing. You gain inspiration from being at places that you, at a particular time, obligated to be at. Yeah, some people. I mean, well, yeah. If you, it all depends it's, it's on not, how you built, man. It's all, and then your creative. Sometimes your creative juices might not work. and <clears throat> But knowing me, if I know for a fact that I just, I work here, I don't belong here, and I keep on saying that, that's exactly how the fuck I feel. I mean, I'm like, Motherfucking Eddie Murphy off of life. When them niggas went down to the hole. <laughs> I want you motherfuckers to know. I ain't from around here, goddammit. It's just, I mean. I don't know, man. You can tell from where I'm at, Jack. Once I get to talking, you can tell I don't belong where the fuck I'm at right now working. 
I don't think nobody do. I think for us, it's people that create shit. And honestly, the creative process is almost like overflow. Like, damn, like I really, I'm really missing time from doing what I need to do to get my shit off the ground. Just sitting there doing when I'm supposed to be making other people money, you know. It's yeah, true. when you look at shit like that, that's when the motherfucker ain't gonna goddamn make it. Mm-mm. When you look at that shit like that, you gotta turn that bitch into a positive nigga. Right. You're there for a reason. Stack that bread up. Mm-hmm. Get that fucking bread while you there, nigga. Whatever job you at, you treat that bitch like clientele and networking, goddamn. All these motherfucking faces around here that don't know you. Mm-hmm. How they gonna fucking know you? You gotta open up your goddamn mouth. You know, open up your mouth. Ain't nobody gonna know who the fuck you are. No. Shit. And that's coming from a motherfucker that don't even... I don't even like people, but I gotta do it. <laughs> I hate people with a passion. It ain't even nothing, like, serious. I just don't like people in general. And when I talk to people, you know, I got my, my own crowd, but shit. Other motherfuckers, like... I feel like they they ready to steal some, especially motherfucker down here. They ready to goddamn take your ideas and shit, but you got to know how to talk to niggas, man. Hey, you know. Watch how you move around here. You, you, you went into the great sandwich, Jack. You know why? Because what you just did, how you said it and how you put it, you are selling no gimmicks. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm you not going to cut you no bullshit. Yeah. I ain't gonna piss in no cup till you lemonade. Mm-hmm. I get a hard actual factual. If you don't like it, don't you find you a, a yes man. Right. Yeah, man. We back with another amazing episode of Seven No Gimmicks. Yours truly. Uh, a frequent guest of ours. He's on the solo tip, and I, I want to give him the shine because of the fact. That he deserves to shine. Quiet is kept. One of the most creative niggas I have met. Quiet is kept. One of the niggas who got the flow. Ben had it. Coolest nigga. I thought he was from my side of town. I thought he was from up north when I first met him. You know your personnel. He right around you. You hear more about Marcellus. Thank you for joining me in the Selling No Gimmicks Nation, bro. You know it, my good man. Gotta clap it up for my man. So, you know how this shit go, man. You know, you've been you've been on a few episodes. You know how we get down, man. You know how we rock. So, this really this really is legitimately a platform that I want. People to understand that this man pushes me to do more creative shit. If he if he don't know that, I ain't gotta sit there and tell him that. But for y'all, for the audience, I'm telling y'all that because we do. He ain't gotta say nothing. He just he just do because I seen the amount of work that he has put in over the years of me knowing him, over the years of me, you know, making music with him, letting him. You know, giving me a 
platform to let me get off some shit. So, man, you know, I gotta respect, give respect to my dog, but tell me how, tell me how that shit came about. Tell me how when you first got into the point with, like, I like to draw. This is gonna be a passion of mine. I've been drawing since goddamn. I, uh, I said I, st- I probably started at like four. No cap. I started drawing at like four. Me and my granny. Every Sunday, used to draw the, uh, off the comics on the Sunday paper. She used to draw like Garfield, Snoopy, Charlie Brown. Like, look at it one time and then move it and then draw. Like, sometimes she just draw without even looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she had me starting off with the little, uh, the little stuff on the bottom left corner. Like, the how to draw little figures or whatnot. I started doing that. After she seen I got good, she started picking, like, certain comics for me to draw. Mm. And then from there, it was just up. I won, like, my first... I won my first art award at, like, seven. I won like three awards at seven. And then from there, I've been winning shit every year. That's why when I when, when you see my slogan on my Instagram, you see my logo, you see man-child design up top. But at the bottom, Jack, you see I am art because that's me. Not only do I draw, I paint, self-talk, face paint, uh, I body paint. I'm working on shoes and clothes right now. Customize anything. Whatever that can get paint on it and a pencil, I'm doing it. I got, uh, hit me up if you want murals on your wall. I'm all for it, Jack. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you put, given the fact that your people pull that out of you to start drawing from the little how to sketch things to, you know, to where you are at now. You know, it definitely was a process. And, of course, with anything from freestyling or something, you just like playing, okay, this prime example, just like playing basketball. You know, we play street street basketball with them in the gyms and stuff like that. But majority of us play somewhat type of organized basketball. What was that point where how, you was freestyling? And how you were drawing and, you know, doing sketches how you wanted to. There was a time where it became organized for you. And when I say organized, that when you went into, like, the Art Institute. What made you go that route to kind of, how can I put it, like, organize what you was doing and making it more of an aesthetic type of in-the-line type of thing. Where you still freestyling, but... It's certain things that you're working on that you probably wouldn't have that honed your craft a little bit more. Art teacher. Man, my, no, yeah, my art teacher in high school and my mama. Like, my mama really wasn't there because she had to work, like, two, two jobs. So she'd come home, like, one, two in the morning. Whenever she was, like, whenever she got home, she got a shower. I always have, like, a picture of something to show her. And... She always like point out what's wrong with it. 
She ain't never give me like, oh, that's good. You know, that's nice. That's crazy. That's creative. That's that's out of, you know, like out of out of left. Uh, nobody think of that. Like, nah. It's just like, why this so crooked? Why this not right? You know, why this arm like that? Why the hands like that? Why the fingers look like that? Mm-hmm. You know, to the ordinary person, man. To the average person, it'd be like, oh, that hurt. You know, that shit it hit him hard. Make him want to quit. But you took that constructive criticism. Yeah, I turned the negative to a positive. Man. I'm a different type of nigga. Mm-hmm. And my mama give me tough love. I'm a life, so I don't. I don't really take compliments like that. A lot of people, you know what? It's crazy. You say that. A lot of people. A lot of men. It's kind of hard for somebody who got some tough love, been through some things where it wasn't always a. Oh yeah, that's great. And, oh yeah, that's good. And, that look right and all that. It's hard. It comes from like from. Doing doing things you like to do all the way down in relationships. Hard for a motherfucker to sit there and really take it like that because you're really not used to it. Hey, it's either you gonna take that shit, you gonna swallow it and goddamn get back on it, or you gonna take that shit and let it eat your ass up and then you just sitting around depressed, a bum. Right. It's just like hooping, bro. Like, you, what you gonna do? You lose. You gonna go home? Hell no. You gonna sit down, wait for the damn next time you can get back on the motherfucking court. And from there, you know what the fuck you did wrong when you was on the court. So shit, don't make them same mistakes. Mm-hmm. Either you gonna get back up and got, you know, like, hey, just like AI in practice, man. You ain't gotta do it if you're great. If you're not great, you got to do it. Right. You ain't got the mindset. You ain't built for it. You ain't gonna do it, man. And then, and then flip, and then talking about AI, flip it into another perspective to practice. We we not gonna talk about how to get ready to do the shit that you gotta do. We not gonna sit. We can talk about doing it and then do it, but we not gonna talk about the preparation into doing it. So we not gonna sit here and talk about practice. We sitting here talking about practice, not a game. See, you got to think when we was listening to this shit, it was funny, but you got to think about it in the deeper sense. It's not a game. We're not talking about when we end the game. We're not talking about when we doing the shit. We're not talking about when we go through the issues and stuff like that, the trials and tribulations. We talking about the preparation. I don't want to talk about that. Y'all not talking about a game. I, I don't want to talk about the preparation of it. That I got that. We going that's gonna that's in play. But we can talk about the game. I just don't want to talk about the preparation of it. Damn. How you said that? I just thought about that shit just now. Yeah, man, hey, that's like TV, bro. TV, yeah, that's like YouTube now. Everybody. You know, everybody see what the hell they want you to see. That's like basketball games and shit. Everybody see niggas on the court. But you don't see what them niggas do off the court. Mm-mm. Like, you don't see what the fuck them niggas go through. You don't see the practices. You see the bread. Like, rappers, nigga, you see the bread when they on videos, nigga. But you don't see how long it took them niggas or what the hell they had to goddamn go through to get studio time. Right. Hell, to even get somebody to listen to them. 
<clears throat> and that's and then on another end of the special man, it's all about practice. You never see how the preparation does happen oftentimes either. It's not it's nothing to talk about, but it is something to talk about. Because you don't want to always show the finishing product because we don't even know how the finishing product got there. You don't know. So it's just, we're just sitting here and we see the glitz and glamour of the shit. Okay, he there. So, I mean, ain't nothing to really show. But no, technically, we don't ever see the preparation. We don't see the out the mud shit. We don't see the, we don't, we don't hear about it. And due in fact that sometimes people don't want to let people know the preparation of it because some people feel like the finishing product is you having it down packed and I don't have to worry about I don't have to worry about how I got here. But then some people need to understand and learn that part of the preparation so they can sit there and say, hey, I'm not going to take everything that them niggas doing, but I will tweak and use some things to build what I'm trying to do. So. Hey, that's just like art. That, like I said, art, music, and hooping, nigga. All that shit go together. Like, I could draw a picture today. Uh, somebody that draw could see that shit and get inspired by it. Draw that shit the same way, but use their character that they use. Mm-hmm. Or like a nigga could be hooping, do a move, a nigga see it, he do the same shit, put like a twist, a twist to it. A nigga rapping, he hear his flow, his cadence and shit. Like he take that shit, but speed it up or slow it down. Indeed. Like shit, that's how I feel about music, man. Like I'm my art and my music. I'm my big my biggest critic. That's why I, I promote my art way more than I promote my music. Like not too many niggas know that I rap. But but since probably about I say about a year or two that's a good ago, song. a lot of motherfuckers started listening. And start hearing it, cause it's been like niggas been playing it, and then like hearing, you know, letting somebody hear your music, man. Them niggas not knowing you, you know, it's you, and then they be like, ha, oh, who that was? That nigga snap. Yeah. And then when you tell them, and they find, you know, he that respect. And that's real. That's well, I ain't real. never really wanted the respect, nor did I want niggas to be like, oh, that's fire. I ain't wanna like. Let nobody know I rap until I was thinking I was dope. Mm-hmm. So I was ready, goddamn. I was ready like a hot minute ago, but I still was just like in the back of my head, like, nah. They're not, not ready yet. I mean, I know for a fact that when I, I was like, I gotta get some shit off my chest. When y'all invited me into y'all circle and let me get my bars off, 
I know it was something cool about it, and I knew for a fact that just letting me, just let me get that off was something that I appreciated because I needed to get that off. Um, but I remember, I just remember using a lot institute. And he was making, and you had the video with Buddy, and that was like this nigga. And he going off. I think what you what you went off the Royal Flush. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick, man. And I mean, I I, I know you got that video somewhere. You need to put it up for people to really understand that shit. Oh yeah, it's I mean, on YouTube. I'm gonna put it yeah, up tomorrow on Facebook. You got to, cause I was like, I like this shit. This shit is not the norm. And it was just like, y'all was just, y'all was just fast on that beat. And I was just like. Bro, I'm not the norm. That's the thing. I'm the weirdest, coolest nigga alive. <laughs> Hands down. Hey, man. I, I was, I actually was saying that. And, um, I was saying that to somebody. Because with me, me and you click on a lot of shit, like. Motherfuckers don't really get down with all that wrestling shit, but some of your favorite artists, while they fucking that wrestling shit, what, what, that shit to me, I still watch that shit to this day. So, however you feel, just like grown ass people watch anime, I watch wrestling. That's my shit. I watch both. Yeah. I don't even. I can't even say I watch wrestling now. Like, I still watch old wrestling, but I watch like new. New episodes every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like I fuck with Braun Strowman hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to see like old niggas pull up on them shits like now. Like Triple H, like considered like ancient now in my book. Yeah, well, so it's crazy how Triple H is very underrated in the Attitude Era. If you think about it, you always talk about Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker. Shawn Michaels. E, Triple H was in so much of that shit, but yet don't too much get talked about him and how good of a fucking hill he was. A hill is a bad guy. Go look it up. And that's the and that's the shit that people don't understand. So if you're a wrestling enthusiast, or when you look at it, if you was that's young, so you looking at it, if you was older. I, I like that shit, man. I, I WWE Network and all that. Watching old episodes of Raw. I was just watching. Uh, I just watched when Stone Cold and Triple H tagged up for a hot little minute. Two man power Watched trip. that yesterday. Them niggas was beating up everybody. You gotta don't give a fuck, bald headed man. Then you got somebody who just would do. Anything to get to the top. Let me ask you this, nigga. Who who you think was like the best wrestler in like the two thousand? Just in the two thousands. Yeah, like the early two thousands. Early two thousands. If you want to talk about wrestling, like an all together. Hands down, good wrestler. Kurt Angle. 
I say, because I had this talk with a nigga at work, but I say American Badass Undertaker. When, when Undertaker went American Badass with the bandana and the motherfucking motorcycle, mm-hmm. unstoppable. I give you that. But see, this is how this is how the WWE network and documentaries and shit kinda fuck up your childhood. So recently I was watching something about Undertaker. And around that time that whole American badass when he came through with the motorcycle bandana and everything. He was leaving from all that dark quote unquote satanic shit that he was doing. I like that side of him because that was really him. That was really him. He liked motorcycle and shit. But recently he was just like, nah, I was like the worst wrestler. Nah, I was overweight around that American bad. I'm like, you fucking me up. Cause it's just like when you came out there, you was kicking ass. You was talking shit. You weren't talking all that. Wild shit you was talking about Thanks. when you was with Paul Bear and all that. You was, you dig it, man. You know, he was talking like that. So I was just like, you fucked me up sitting there saying that you was overweight and, and that wasn't, you ain't really like that. I was like, man, I was like, okay. But yeah, so I mean, you asked me that question. I really do think Kurt Angle early 2000s was. An overall good wrestler. He came out what? 99. By 2000. By almost to the end of that year. He was Intercontinental Champion. By middle of 2000. He was World Champion. 2000-2001. 2002, it was Kurt Angle. For me, was overall wrestler. Rock was entertainer. Nigga always Yeah, Stone Stone Cold was, you know, the grappler. And, you know, you can go into an island and fight with him. He wasn't even. You couldn't even call him a wrestler no more. He was just. He was just brawling. You seen that nigga name, nigga. You just knew what the fuck he was gonna do. Yeah, he just you know he just beat. He was just gonna beat people up. It wasn't even about. It wasn't even about rushing leg whips. It wasn't about body slams. It wasn't nothing about that with him. You better get your ass whooped. He's just coming out there, just throwing haymakers and just kicking niggas and stunning them. That's it. Bitch, put you on the car with Stone Cold, bitch. That's because you' about to earn your money. Hey. Not even a jump subjects, nigga, but goddamn, I have to get props to my nigga. Cause we talk about me and my goddamn music, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be rapping, breaking down music, listening to music, or none of that know anything about music. But yeah, you can go ahead and switch the subject to your thing, man. I got to give props to my nigga, my motherfucking brother. We should we should have been motherfucking twins, <laughs> but goddamn, if it wasn't for this nigga, I wouldn't know shit about music. I wouldn't be 
writing, I wouldn't be rapping, I wouldn't be breaking down music, bars, beats, I wouldn't know shit about cadence, pushes, bridges, none of this shit if it wasn't for my dog. Shouts out to my nigga, Fanucci. Yes, sir. Yes, Fanucci Splash, man. Making big noise. He was on the episode of ours, too. I gotta get him up here. Oh, love, nigga. Yeah. That nigga done produced a good bit of shit around in the mix. Uh-huh. Niggas out here stepping on my dog's name instead of giving him his flowers. See, and that's the shit that I hate. I had to put the stacks up. Like, real shit. Like, niggas are scared to really collaborate with motherfuckers because the hatred and the jealousy start seeping into you. It's like, I don't find one fucking work with that nigga, this, this, and that. Trying to get out of somewhere. Nigga, you see somebody creating, trying to get it in, you trying to create. I'm not saying you ain't got to do your own thing, but fuck with a nigga campaign. You you never know. Both of y'all might get off the launching pad. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, I mean, ain't no room for hating. Everybody, everybody should be able to get money. That's a fact, nigga. Everybody should be able to get money. The hell is you hating for? Master problem down here, though. Sit down here. Don't nobody want to see you come up on nothing. Because as soon as you come up on something, they're trying to get on it. They're trying to do it. And then on top of that, as soon as they start doing it, they're going to be like, yeah, you know who's the first one out here doing it. They're going to want to take credit for it. It's cool to take credit for it, man, but shit. What you doing with it? If you ain't elevating it or, you know, if you ain't trying to get to that same goal, bro, what's the point? Exactly. And instead of you, instead of you looking at it and trying to figure out, I mean, you got to read. You got to get yourself, you got to, you got to gain some knowledge. Like, ain't that shit ain't gonna fall into your lap, nigga. Like, I was 28, 29 when I first started about thinking about doing a podcast. Ain't nobody was, ain't nobody was really, it was some out there. You heard about it, but it was just like, I don't know how I'm gonna go about this. How am I gonna sit here and take everything that I've learned and I've known in my childhood, all the shit that I know? How can I sit there and put wrestling with basketball, with girls, with clothes, with shoes, with me liking tennis, and just random ass shit? You know what I'm saying? And that shit is not going to come overnight. So it took some trial and error. It took some reading. It took some, man, just say, just, just talk. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it so... Organize and make it make it fun for you. Make it fun. Make it understandable. Make somebody learn from what you're talking about. But that's just like music. That's just like art. Everything you. I mean, 
for the for the non narrow minded motherfuckers, like if you want to say stuck on a one track mind, you do that. That's you. But everybody ain't like that. I'm just trying to make it to where uh, somebody can open their mouth and talk about shit that they don't want to talk about, they ain't used to. Or shit, I ain't really want to talk about that shit like that. Man, nah, talk about that shit. Shit, that's me now. Shit. I done said a lot about my music tonight. More than I done said to anybody. Because, like I said, but not too many people know I rap. And my music stay in my phone on the top. I don't really play it for everybody. Mm-hmm. It ain't because, like, oh, I'm scared niggas gonna think, uh uh-huh. Like, nah, bro, I don't want niggas to think I'm showing off, bro. I mean, Once I, I play it, then everybody, you know, everybody's favorite shit is like, oh, bro, everybody want to be a rapper now. Yeah. But then, you know, like, like I said before, nigga, you tell that shit to one nigga, that shit will hurt their soul, nigga. Mm-hmm. You tell that shit to me, that's just like, oh, nigga, that's something you could probably, you know, take somewhere. Stick with it. I mean, it's best that you sit there and if you feel like somebody's sleeping on your shit, you keep doing it and keep on doing it. Oh, I love when a nigga sleep on me. Yeah, like I said, I said, I said in my, I said in my post down my video, I said, yeah, for those that you know, want to sleep, grab your little pillow, tuck yourself in tight. When you wake up, go ahead and listen to this shit. We're no. not gonna award you for your tardiness. Fuck that. But we will applaud you for your presence. And that's it. With me, I want you to keep. I want you to keep catching, goddamn, catch all disease you can. <laughs> Cause when you wake up, whenever you wake up, it's gonna be hard to fucking breathe. Mm. Cause my goddamn foot gonna be on your neck. It's gonna be too late to try to goddamn jump on the wagon. It's gonna be known already. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be up there. Which is slowly coming now. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I don't know. I Like... It's gradual. Because you have a motherfucker. Like, I... Like... I used to be quiet as kept, but I don't talk my shit. I, you like... You like my status? You see what's up with me and stuff like that? If, if I don't see the equal number of likes... With the equal number of listens, don't like my shit. I'm just gonna be honest with you, cause I'm gonna keep on doing it to a point where it's gonna be seen and heard, and I'm gonna keep on doing it. That's to me, that's half-ass support. Don't like the status if you ain't gonna click in and listen. Don't like my dog art if you're not gonna buy it. Don't sit there and say, oh, that's good that you don't face paint if you don't take your kids to an event that he had. I don't want it. Face paint. Speaking about that, Jack. If, if, if you do not follow me now, follow me now. At Man Child Designs. 
That's on Instagram. Peep that. I'm going to start posting more. I got a problem with that. I don't post enough. I'm not consistent. But yeah. that's on me. You see, I think that's, you know, that's personality. Yeah, me I just you, like to you. draw, bro. I don't really like to get on my phone. I'm probably going to get my handles to my sister soon. Mm-hmm. So they can just post my stuff. Cause I just like to draw, man. I don't even. Sometimes you, when you, when you're the type of person that keeps stuff closed, then you don't even know how to sit there and really know how to post. You just want to work and like put it out there. Right. I know it's steps to that. I know it's some ways to get it out there to get your analytics and all the numbers all boosted up. But it's just like. Let's just say, like I said, if you're an introvert and you really just chill to yourself and you just want to work, then yeah, we we want we we working and we put our platforms and stuff out there, and we want y'all to fuck with it. If y'all don't, fine, cool, we not gonna hold you, but we gonna keep on putting it out there. You gonna see it. Somebody gonna repost it. That's why you know I fuck with Rock Pete so much that the nigga like between you and Pete. Nucci, you know what I'm saying? Niggas that I niggas that I respect, that I fuck with hard because they creating shit with rock, you know what I'm saying? With his music and stuff going on, y'all music. Hey, shouts out the rock, man. You gotta shout every every almost every episode I'll shout rock out. I've and been I dying to get to. on this shit just to say that. Shouts out to my dog, man. Nigga, whenever you in the hood and I'm in the hood, catch me down the street or I'll walk up the street, nigga. We need the link. I got the art, bro. We ain't even got to talk money, like. You know, just yeah. let me let let me do some art for you, my brother. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, man. You know I'm sick with the pencil. I'm sick with the pencil. I'm sick with the brush. I'm sick with the mouse. Check my hashtags on my Instagram. Trying to get it in, man. Let that man do your uh, album cover, man. EP cover, man. I can always get a hold of your brothers, man. I can never catch you, bro. Pete moving, man. He be moving. You got to understand how... I was... I... Shit, I ain't going to lie to you. I was excited. Paul sit there and get that nigga to sit there and do that interview. I Because I, it's needed. The man do this is 50 and stuff like that, man. Because, you know, look at that. Ain't nobody touched that man down here. I'm gonna, I'm going to. And when I, Facts. Nobody wanted to get his man or sit there and give him a platform to talk, say what he want, promote, plug his stuff. I'm glad he was able to do this is 50. I'm more than glad that he was able to do the podcast and stuff like that, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm big up rock to. <laughs> that's that's gonna happen regardless. So you know what I'm saying. We gonna get you on the episode. We gotta. We gonna have a joint episode. We gonna have to get all the all the creators in here. Roundtable discussion. But um, nigga, you had me goddamn. Had me hot. <laughs> I Ooh. was like, oh, this nigga got them. Done pulled out the fucking camera. Oh, yeah. Man. Said, nigga, we need to be on the camera. We're going to get it. Together. I'm an introvert ass nigga, but goddamn it. 
You know, besides that, you put that camera on, nigga, I'm going to pop my shit. Yeah, I'm going to get it back together, man. I got I had to go back to the basics because when I stopped doing it for a little bit, when I was moving, dealing with all that shit that was going on before I moved, I had to go back to the basics. I had to get my, I had to get my, That's the shit you should have been goddamn talking about, nigga. Uh, you know me, man. Hey. Yeah, what I'm saying though, man, that's the shit that's gonna get it up there. You know, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, gonna bring I, other people to come around. I heart, I heart on it a little bit. You know, I try to, I try to generalize certain things. Like, even with the last episode I did, like my dog, <laughs> my dog Z Willie, man, like one of the most rawest, just. Rawest thinkers that I've fuck I've fucked with, and the way she just spoke about certain shit was just different. For her to be that first episode to be on there to talk about that shit was just different. So, I mean, and I only deal with people, and it's not even about being like minded. It's about creative minds. You can be like minded. You can have the same ideas and stuff, but creative minds they 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 bounce off each other. They you know they ideas. Flow, it's almost like you be around a whole bunch of creative people. You have a collective. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. It's the difference between having a creative mind and thinking you got a creative mind. So all you motherfuckers out there that's got damn hearing my dog, and then once you hear my dog have a podcast or you hear word of my dog have a podcast, you think you can just jump on your shit and then jump on Facebook and 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 call your shit having a podcast because you going live. <laughs> Cut the shit out. All you uh, niggas that think you can goddamn just imitate and duplicate, bro. Just cut it out. You know, it's it's so many opportunities out here. It's so many ways to get bread. Or if you gonna copy it, bro. Find another way to do it. <laughs> if, if I mean, I, I, all I can say is, if you ain't know by now, this is selling no gimmicks. If if it, if it was not solidified right then and there, then you know, I don't, I don't know what other way it could be said. I couldn't have said it better myself. Goddamn. But look. You know I mean, I, it's well documented. You know, who started this shit? Like, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even that many episodes deep. I'm maybe like 25, 20, about close to almost thirty episodes deep. And when that thirtieth episode come, oh, it's gonna be a motherfucking extravaganza. So all I'm saying is, <clears throat> all I'm saying, you can't put flowers on shit and call it pretty. Ooh, Lord. you can't. <laughs> that, that's it, bro. That, that's all I'm saying. Hey, you can't, man. You have a. It's. I don't know, man. That niggas act like. They don't know where the shit came from, where it started. That's all I'm saying, bro. You want another one? You can't go in the dispensary and ask for me. You better tell it. <laughs> shit. Hey, man. You better tell it, man. You really can't. You want another one? Hey, if you got more, let's go.
on your shit. Hey. You can't go up to a porn star with a little dick. No homo. <laughs> Hell shit, you can't go to a ratchet bitch with a little dick. No homo. You gotta walk up to these women with confidence, my nigga. I don't give them too much, man. It's free game, man. Some of this shit need to be paid for. You know Fuck I mean? that. Some niggas need to hear it. Right. For the ones that'll take it. Take it all in. Pause. But, you know. Soak it up and understand. Stop paying for OnlyFans. <laughs> you niggas is desperate out here. <laughs> Same bitches you paying for OnlyFans. The same bitches you following on Snapchat. And I'm you can holler at them, bro. And I'm going to finish, but yeah, among other things, being an artist, a lyricist, and all that great shit, this nigga is a fucking underrated comedian. No filter, nigga. The funniest nigga I've been around. Porn is free. It's been free. It's been free for a while. Yeah, it's been out before OnlyFans. Yes, yes, it has. <laughs> and if you can tell, nigga, these bitches been freaky. They just wanted to get paid for it. But if you got the mouthpiece, pause. You don't have to pay for it. Niggas need to soak this shit up. I ain't talking fast, y'all. Just listening slow. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Hey. What lie he said? What lie he told just now? Not the one. I'm not knocking girls. I'm not. I'm not knocking no women. <clears throat> That's on OnlyFans right now, you dig? Because if you are on OnlyFans, I do body paint. Let's elevate your OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Let's make the aesthetics. Granted, I said niggas stop paying for it, but niggas not going to stop paying for it. Mm-mm. But I'll tell you who would pay for something if the aesthetics was a little different. If the angle that they was trying to go about it, a little bit more creative. You body paint. You don't know only fans body painting females. You don't think they'll buy? You don't think they'll buy a painting of that shit? You better you believe that. You don't think they might buy a shirt, something, an image? Facts. Come on. Y'all yeah, want me to start no OnlyFans. I thought about it. Because hoes be mad. I thought about it for like premium content. Like, I, I, I respect 3D T rapper from New Orleans. She on OnlyFans. She get big money off of OnlyFans, but she don't do nothing like no porn or nothing. She right. don't do, you know, her content be like she be creating shit in her home, building a studio, talking about finances, 
building a sink in her bathroom. She fine. But she creative as hell. And so when you add two and two together, you, I mean, you, you have a platform and content that you really like, damn, I fuck really so much that she ain't even got to take her clothes off about the shit. Yeah. And, man, it's cool to be a little hornball, but goddamn, you know, sooner or later, bro, that shit going to get boring. Mm-hmm. You're going to need something else to stimulate you besides goddamn her body. And hell, when you get old, my nigga, that shit ain't, your body ain't gonna goddamn work. Like goddamn used to, nigga. Right. You ain't gonna be butthurt. Yeah, bro, the fuck up and have a goddamn conversation or two every now and then. Yeah, conversation. Shit. Bro, you can pick these bitches' brains too. But anywho, like I was saying, <laughs> goddamn OnlyFans. Ladies, if you have OnlyFans, you need this body paint. I am the truth. Like I said, you heard me earlier give out my Instagram. It's at Manchild Designs. All one word. Like, hey, holler at me. And I am going to ask for a percentage. But I guarantee. What nigga you know going to see some shit like that down here? Not one. And if it blow up down here, ain't no telling where it could go. Hey man, you got you got to realize what you're dealing with, what you're listening to is just curators of creativity. And if you don't know, you, you have to fully understand. And I like I said, I I want I want to let my dog get off his thing, his plug, whatever he got going on, because this is the avenue to do so. And and, and I'm gonna keep on plugging who I feel is dope as fuck. You know, under the radar, hell on top of the radar, over the radar, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to keep on going. It's going to keep on going. So you keep being asleep. They're going to make noise. Oh, yeah, I got shit coming. Like, I got a mural coming soon that's going to be on the smoke shop. Shit, I got comic strips I'm working on that I'm, I'm going to put out myself. I got a coloring book coming out soon. I got a pop-up shop that's going to come out, like, every month. I think I'm going to drop... Maybe like sometime in June, July, I'm gonna start it. And I got some heat for you. I still got some shoes for you, Jack. Right. Yeah. From there, I'm gonna be at the flea, catch me at the flea market. If I can get it, if I can get in Soda City, catch me in Soda City. If I can't pull up at Soda City, like I said, my pop up shop's gonna be booming. I don't let a lot of people, you know, slide. As a matter of fact, it's a girl right now. I ain't going to say her name. But, uh, you know, a few people been screenshotting me. Her work or whatever, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's supposed to sell uh, canvases now. I'm not knocking her. That's cool. All I'm saying, you know, it's going to be a difference in her price and my price because I'm drawing mine. Everything you give for me, I'm drawing. On top of that, it's whatever you think of. I guarantee whatever cartoons you think of, like whatever you want done, 
I mix them up. I just I just drew what Pikachu. I drew a girl Pikachu with a blunt in her mouth because I'm doing some 420 canvases. I drew Jasmine from Aladdin, rolling up a blunt. I'm different. With me, you don't have to limit your creativity. That should be my new slogan, but I love I am art because that's what I do. I don't just, not only do I draw, you know, the list goes on and on. But even with that, not only am I art, I will shoot your lights out on the court. Not only, not only on the court. Shit, I got bars like a motherfucker. Talk about it. I get on the mic. My punches is sick. I'm sick on it. Sick, sick, sick. I mean, I'm just saying. It'll be coming out soon. Talk about it, man. Plug it in, man. Plug it in. But shit, man. Since I got you here. Talking about this sports shit, man. What you, what you think about the, what you think about the NBA so far, man? I fucking love what it. You, what you think about the season? What you think about Melo getting his braids back? <laughs> what you, what, I mean, what you think about it, man? I love every minute of Melo having his job again. Because if the world didn't know, I am the biggest, and I don't give a damn if I'm the only. Mellow fan alive. I've been rocking with Mellow since Oak Hill, Jack. Mm. And my dog came back to Portland. He got braised again. When he got braised, boy, I thought he was like trying to go back to like Denver, Mellow. Yeah. And then I was just like, nah, let's not get too excited. He ain't going to go that far back. Yeah, he ain't even bring the shoes back. Let it be known that that man was wrong. Damn it, he was hey, my nigga was sick. I told, man, if he, like, no cap, if he would have went to Portland when he was supposed to leave the Knicks that first time, oh, yeah, there we go. that was it. Yeah. If he would have got drafted to Detroit instead of Denver, that was his two rings right there. Mm-hmm. And shit, probably, it, it might have been more, maybe. Who the hell knows? And you definitely ain't gonna tell me that that man wasn't, they weren't gonna get a ring if he wasn't drafted to Detroit. He would have got two. Darko ain't played a lick of minutes in 2003 and 2004. Hey, Richard Hamilton said it himself. On top of that, if Melo would have went to Miami, nope, not Miami. Mm-mm. Chicago. They said it was supposed to go somewhere else. I forgot where they said it was going. That whole summer of 2010 when everybody got traded. LeBron went to Miami. But I heard that. I, 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 I read. I mean, not. Yeah, I read it somewhere, and I heard the interview somewhere. Melo was supposed to go to Chicago. That's where he was supposed to go. I don't know why he didn't go there. For some reason, the allure of the New York Knicks is always something to everybody, and 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 that tune gonna change because them boys is playing tough now. If you are an NBA fan, you should be happy that the New York Knicks is competitive. And not trash. So. You feel me? <clears throat> I'm a mellow fan. 
so I fuck with Portland right now. But you know, you know my squad on the goddamn East will always and forever be because that was a home for me. It's motherfucking Charlotte. Hey man. My, I'm gonna tell you like this. From them being the Bobcats, and and it didn't get too prominent until Kemba came. But you gotta understand like where they came from and where they at now. Because and and let me get y'all let me get y'all together too. Stop calling the mellow mellow. It's not cool. It's one mellow. It's one mellow. For you young niggas, it's one mellow. They better do their goddamn research. It's one mellow. So call the ball brother Lamella. And we're going to leave it at that. So, since we got that together. Lamella has got them boys playing. Them young boys down there, including Scary Terry. They got them boys playing. And they light it up from the three. And they got Gordon Hayward playing some good basketball down there. If you ain't, if you don't watch Charlotte, you watch watch a Charlotte game. Catch a Charlotte game on a Sunday night. Bro, I say no cap. I say LaMelo. The addition of LaMelo and Gordon Hayward was like perfect for them boys. And that center they grabbed too from the draft. I forgot his name. But, cause them boys is already dogging. Right. And uh, Devontae Graham just needed the ball out of his hand a little more. Mm-hmm. And look what the fuck happened. That's what I was telling niggas last year. Like, that nigga just didn't need the ball as much. Look what the fuck going on now. And the, uh, the Martin twins are brothers. Yeah. Them boys. Them boys hustling now. Mm-hmm. And Miles Bridges is a goddamn problem on either side of the damn court. And they got the damn veteran back, you know, Bismack, beyond both ass. They even got Cody Zeller playing. Cody Zeller. They don't sleep on my boy Cody. Cody Zeller out there giving, giving people posters too. Cody was my nigga when he had hair. Yeah. He don't even have hair right he now. He don't even have hair. He, he out here. No more. He got bald. Still gonna sit. He out here looking like an older version of Alex Caruso. You see, he cut that shit off. Man, we get like <laughs> uh, the Hornets. I say they get like a a deeper bench, mm-hmm. and they can go past the first round. It'll 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 take them about a year or two, a year or two. They get somebody. They get somebody. But see, everybody, the six men are getting older. Bro. Yo, 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 Lou Williams. You know. No. Jay Crawford. He tried when he came. He almost came back with the next last year. Ain't nobody pick him up. See, besides all that, man. Jay Crawford still give you fifteen at forty one. Jordan got to spend that bread. Jordan got to want to spend that bread. Yeah, he got he to gotta get people to Charlotte, man. Yeah, he, man. I feel like now, since he got LaMelo, he going to spend that bread. 
Shit, he spent it on Gordon Hayward. Yeah, he had to. But the mellow going to attract a lot of people. He going to attract a lot of people. Like, damn, I'm going to, you know, if you get shit together, you know, Charlotte can be the fourth. And they can be. But, uh, I, I I thought that we would not be talking about these two players together since they not playing at OKC. But it's been a lot of talk between Russ, Russell, and uh, Katie. Now, let me start with Russ. Russ... When he... You never seen nothing like him before. Precursor, Brandon Roy before injury. In and around the time, Derrick Rose. Russell Westbrook, when we seen him at OKC, coming out of UCLA, bro was something different. He wasn't your typical point guard. He wasn't a facilitator. He was a slash, banger, high energy. All right. Five, six years in. Oh, yeah. We see what it is with you. Bruh's like in his, what, 13th year now? Mm-hmm. He got older. A couple of injuries. Teams. Do you feel like Russ is a numbers person more than a team player? Most definitely, nigga. Alright. Man, no matter what team he get on, he gonna get his. I can believe that. Win or lose. Yeah. He's not going to get a ring. He's going to make the Hall of Fame. I mean... He's Hall of Fame most definitely, but he's not going to get a ring. He solidified himself being in the Hall of Fame, averaging a triple-double the whole season. He, hey. he 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 solidified that right there. Well, that what was that that thirty five fourteen and twenty one game. Yeah. I mean y'all and then y'all sleep on him. Okay. He, he. Yeah, he playing with the Wizards, and yeah, that's my side of town, and yeah, I really don't like him like that. But I fuck with Bradley Bill. And Russell is one of my favorite players, so you gotta understand. When he pulled out that triple double for you, just respect the number that he put up. Y'all want to go into oh, and you can put numbers up and he ain't gonna win no ring. That ain't the conversation that we have. Respect the numbers, and that's all we ask. Well, all we ask anybody just respect the numbers, because he can still do that in his thirteenth season. The man even cut his head to make himself look like <laughs> when he when he came out. You know what I'm saying? 
His shoes fire. Yeah, them, them why nots, them why nots look good. Them why nots look good. Oh, the ones he recently put up. Yeah, the first one I ever really like. It was a it was a variation of something he put out that was kind of dope that I like, and they sold out very quickly. On the flip side of things, this Kevin Durant, who just had his first game back, right? You know, he he been in the news going at Michael Rappaport. <laughs> you seen that? Yeah, yeah, I seen that shit, man. Michael Michael Rappaport was a goddamn old for that shit too. He was. That nigga told ESPN, Kevin Durant said he was gonna spit on him and his wife, and that nigga said that's threatening. It's not threatening. It's not. Right. It's not threatening my book, nigga. It's no. nowhere like you, bruh. You got big off the black community, so ain't no damn way you gonna sit here and say a spit in the face is a fucking threat. Man. Nigga, you was on next Friday set with Ice Cube and you talking about a spit in the face is a threat? My fucking sentiments exactly. Fuck out of here. How could you say that when you've been around so many rappers? Bro, you, you from New York. You've been around so many rappers. You've been around Trap. You've been around Busta. You've been around Cube. You've been around Cube more than once in high learning. Come on, man. You've been around all of them. You respect that side. You you mess with that side. You mess with the Nas. You mess with all these people and stuff like that. That was suckerish. Why? And Stephen A. was right. And sometimes Stephen A. be extra a lot of times. You don't put private business in the public. Thanks. And that's exactly what you did. So, yeah, you snitched. And you was wrong for that. So. I don't want you to put a 187 in my ass. Yeah. Like you said, you, you can crack black jokes, nigga. You can say racist shit, but you can't take a nigga telling you you're going to spit in your face. And you probably like 100 more pounds on Kevin Durant. Yeah, but, and, and people got to know Kevin Durant is a fucking troll, too. Niggas a troll. This nigga live for that low key telling that shit on Twitter type of stuff. He like shit like that. He from DC, man. Them niggas, some of them niggas over there petty, man, on that side of town. <laughs> that nigga don't care about his haircut. He don't care about none of that shit. That nigga petty on that side of town. This nigga's petty on that side of town, man. He don't care about it. He wanna talk his shit. He gonna talk this shit. And Michael Rapport, absolute, absolute violation. God code and all that good shit. Man, he ain't gonna never get another goddamn role in a black movie. Oh, nah. Ice Cube, Ice Cube gonna rid you off, Jack. Ain't, ain't none of that. Good luck making that goddamn money you was making with the white people, man. You gotta switch up all your jokes, now. That nigga ain't gonna be on Big Three no more. No, he was all over that. Right. Well. Aggravating the shit out of Katina Mobile. That's the wrong person to aggravate. The wrong person to aggravate. Katina Mobile. Man, Katina Mobile, man. That man, you know, if this man and Steve Francis 
are still playing. That is an underrated duo. Nigga, when I seen Coutinho Mobley in the big three, I just knew somebody was going to try to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, why not? But that nigga be balling that in there. What's that shit, Rico Hines? Yeah. Busting ass. Grace Hadley, bro. So that Rico Hines shit. So, as you've seen lately, it's almost like a resurgence of competitive basketball amongst rappers. I mean, it's just like, you know, celebrity game cool when it's on the All-Star and stuff like that. But we talking about, like, the competitiveness of it. Like, they really won. Like, back in the day, how they had, like, the entertainers league. NBA had, like, an entertainment league. And they had, like, people like Brian McKnight and, like, Man, Terrell what Owens they should do. Before you finish where you're going, because I feel like I know where you're going. Go ahead. They need to stop bullshit with these teams. <laughs> with these rappers, bro. Like, <coughs> stop putting these niggas on these stupid ass teams. Like, <laughs> Quavo and Jack Harlow, that was a sick ass team. But Jack Harlow wasn't done, you know, learning the shit from Tyler Hero yet. But I feel like he's ready now. No, that man been ready, man. Two chains with Lil Baby, like, that was, that was cap. Like you could have gave two chains. Little Dicky or something. You could have gave two chains. Right, you could have gave two chains. Little Dicky could have gave two chains. Davies could have gave two chains. Snoop could have gave two chains. Sorry, baby. Could have gave two chains. Chris Brown. Could you said Dirt? No, Little Dirt do who like that nigga nasty too. Shit, could have gave him Herbo. Hell yeah. Could get him cold. But like, that's the niggas I want to see who. Yeah. A uh, uh, five on five. Uh, it's like, it's like what's going on now is just like they competitive. Like, like I, I, I want to see a one on one between Sada Baby and Quavo. <laughs> that's dead. Quavo going to lose. <laughs> Sada baby be out here full. I don't want no I'm glad you said that. My nigga, Sada baby, super underrated. Just like my nigga Sauce Walker. I fuck with them boys hard. But goddamn, Sada baby is nasty on the court. Like, that's another nigga that take that basketball shit seriously. Serious, seriously. Bring me in full gear. Shin, shin guards. It don't matter what that fuck that nigga got. Compression shorts, all type of shit. That bro, nigga gonna bust your ass. It's crazy, man. Like, I don't see Quavo hoop as hard as like Sada Baby. I feel like he be playing. Quavo be playing. But he don't play hard enough because he like, I'm, I'm cool with this shit. Oh, you must ain't seen when he played against Sharif then. I seen it. He still, I still feel like he be, I still feel, for some reason, I still feel like the niggas just be playing though. He be cool about this shit. Yeah, but he should have did that for goddamn Sharif. Maybe. 
It's just an ass. I ain't gonna hold him. He, uh... He athletic. And they gonna keep on putting him in that celebrity game. They gonna keep on putting him in that celebrity game. And they gonna keep on having him busting everybody ass. But Sada Baby, y'all gonna have to give Sada Baby that look because it's not like he don't be on this shit. Like, you want to excite me for a celebrity game? A five on five, boom. Chris Brown, Lil Dicky, mm-hmm. Quavo, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Two you gotta chains. have a vet on there. You two, gotta have two vets on there. Two chains, that five. Lil uh, Lil Dirt. G Herbo, Sada Baby, J. Cole, Davies. That's the other five. Chris Brown coming off the bench on one of them teams. I thought you had Chris Brown on the other team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. But, you know, matchup I want to see, if you want to do that, Chris Brown got to go out Davies and vice versa. And vice versa. Because Chris Brown, Chris Brown can play basketball. Davies played basketball. Exactly. See, I want to put them on different teams. Nigga. Yeah, no, you can't put them on the same team. It's like, like I said. Oh. Breezy plays basketball. East played basketball. You know what I'm saying? I got a six-man for both. Boom, that, 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 uh, that team with Davies and them. Mm-hmm. They six man. Cameron. Goddamn snooping them six man. Mace? Nope. <laughs> I don't want to see a nigga who. I don't need to come back nowhere in this rap game. Ain't in my rap. This nigga is fuck that nigga, but he don't need to come back to who. He preaching. He got time. <laughs> Who could be the six man playing basketball, man? Uh, I let that six man be Wale. Mm-hmm. Wale or me? I don't see. Nope. I can't even say neither of them. I never seen Wale play basketball. I don't, I know he played football in the college, but I ain't never seen him play basketball. Nigga underrated. Another one of my favorite underrated oh, rappers, man. nigga. Q. From Atlanta? Yeah. OG Bobby Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga. That nigga hoop his ass up too. It's a lot of underrated niggas that play basketball, man. You say Dirk from one of them teams? Yep. Yeah. Man, I love... Little Dickie? <coughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. They, they have to come back out with a league or something like that from boys. But they have one. Like, I seen, like, the whole situation of Jack Harlow had his team people in... Playing Russ team people. You seen that? Yep. Yeah, them boys uh, had a little scuffle. But, <coughs> but Russ know he did some foul shit by putting, like, former college niggas playing ball and shit on there. That's because Russ can't hoop? Nah, I can't. Niggas that don't know how to hoop know how to pick a team. Mm hmm. 
Oh, they're fucking politicking and shit. All that stupid politicking. I got it, bro. I got my team. That's shit that used to kill me when we played ball. Niggas be sitting there trying to play ball, and oh, bro, I'm waiting on my, I'm waiting on my team to come. Like, bro, so you gonna hold up the whole situation for your fucking team to come? When you, I'm not saying that you gotta sit there and you feel like you be playing with other people, but you not. You, I mean, you wanna hold up the situation? I can't stand that that politics, and I got next. And I got nicks, I got nicks. And you ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. Are you work next weekend? Um, nope. Good. What's going on? I got this nigga. That said, uh, <coughs> he said something about hooping. This weekend, but I told that nigga I work, but that nigga said he want to hoop against me next weekend. So I said, cool, buddy. I think he said, yeah, I got a homie. You can run twos. I said, cool, bitch. I got niggas. I was trying to. Hello, niggas. I mean, I got to see that shit. I ain't even hooped in a minute. I still got my jumper, though. You ain't, nigga. I ain't. I was thinking about that shit last week. I need to give me some more shoes. It used to be fun back in the day when you sit there and get shoes, hooping shoes. Right. It used to be the thing because it wasn't really about certain shit. You made the hooping shoes. You made the hooping shoes. Fuck with your outfit. Yep. Like the hooping shoes was what you were supposed to get. Like it was supposed to be you getting KDs or like LeBron's or like those type of shoes. Strictly made for the basketball court, but you freaking them to wear with a whole fit. Now niggas not creative no more. They just wear A's and whatever. But see, right, then, but see then again, on the flip side of things, ain't really ain't the, the sneaky game ain't really ain't shit. I don't like that. No retros that I want. Nike ain't really been putting out stuff. Yeah, you right. Nike has not put out not one retro that I've seen that I want. The dunks, but they sitting there they sell out all the time. I haven't seen no Nike basketball. I ain't seen no, no J Kids, no Chris Webbers, no Tim Hardaways, no nothing like Put Nikes I miss the most. No cap. Put them PEs out. Put them exclusive out. I miss Barclays so much. Like, that was one of my favorite old school basketball players. The fucking, the Barclays CB, uh, CB2s. Oh, CB2. I got the the all white ones, the CB34s. Yeah, the CB2s. The OG black, white, purple ones. I had them shits when, yeah. I, went to, uh, when I was in college. Yeah. I miss them shits, nigga. This is, I mean, but you gotta think about back in the day, man. Like, you would go to different places to get these shoes. It would be on some chill shit. It would be like, oh, my. 
you might slide into a Ross and just just be sitting there in your size. Alright. <laughs> this shit is crazy now. I don't have it like that no more because the outlet, you know, Nike has their outlets and, you know, they ain't, you know, they're not gonna give up certain heat to other third party stores. And this is just shit that people don't know. Like it's places that you ain't have to go to the foot locker or foot action chance for whatever. We get you some, get you some kicks, and get you some shit that came out. I had to bust now, you know. People want to bust now one sixty four, but nah, you go fucking Ross and get them shits for sixty nine ninety nine. But I, I, I love that time about when you know making basketball shoes cool because I might have to start doing that shit again. I might have, cause I miss uh, our foot action outlets. Yeah, I can sit there. And I can I can sit there and rock some Kyrie's and make them shits look good. That's like the only basketball shoe that's up. Kyrie's and uh, Paul George. Uh, I don't know what Paul George. Shit. Paul George and, and Giannis, shit kind of man. Um. What's so crazy is I fuck with LeBron's, I fuck with LeBron's size niggas more than his signature line. Like the Soldier ones. Remember the Ohio State? LeBron Soldier? Yep. Yeah, I fuck with them niggas. I fuck with his size shoe. But I mean, I think I'm gonna have to go back to that. Some basketball shoe. Get them together like that, cause I don't know. I think that I think it'd be better to do that because I don't like it. I don't like wearing Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, God, man. I don't like wearing Air Force Ones. Jays. I I I have my I have my pick of the letters with those, but. Um, you know, the Air Force One guy. When it comes to forces now, I don't even want to wear them. I'd rather, like, <coughs> customize them before I wear them. Which would make sense because, being is that you're an artist, you have a canvas to work on. Right. Right. What better canvas than that? When I get, when I get right, boy, like, shh, I'll make sure I get, like, 20 pair of, like, all, all white forces. <laughs> I want twenty pair every month. Like twenty pair of all white forces. Twenty pair of old school all white bands. I want twenty pair of like all white threes. Either threes or what's a what's a better canvas? Uh, I say either threes or nines. Nines, huh? Yeah. Nines are very underrated Jordan shoe, I think. Nigga, my favorite Jordan of all time is the Space Jam Nines, as they call them. Nigga, I call them the OG Nines, the white and black. Mm-hmm. There's no cleaner shoe in my book. Uh... Everybody's favorite, you know, I hear a lot of niggas say threes for the Concords. Oh, you know, it's a lot of niggas that love ones now. 
nowadays. Right. But you know they are fire. We got them. I would give up my whole collection for mm-hmm. you know them nine for what? From OG nine. Yes, sir. Ski. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've I've seen a pretty good shoe that beats that a little bit. And I believe that the Olympic Sevens are a very clean ass shoe. And I mean clean as in the sense that yeah the red, white, and blue is dope. But the shoe itself looks good. Right. It is clean, man. I always like a good pair of threes. I'm not a one's hype beast. I'm just not. I love low top ones. You know what? That's that's a that's a different pick. A lot of people don't fuck with low top ones like that. That's a different pick. Everybody always got to have mids. I if I would have to get a one, it would be a high top one. Not a mid top one. I'd rather have a high top one. Shoes ain't what they used to do no more, man. They probably ain't going never, ever. It's not going to go back to what they What they need to do is release the fucking low top eights, the chrome eights. Like, I don't know too many people that even know about them shit. There ain't a lot of people that know about them. Them bitches were fire. I just, I'll buy a $20 pair of Vans before I buy a new pair of shoes. For real. That shit crazy, man. Good luck, though, man. Coming towards the end of another amazing episode. Hey, what... What else you want to plug, Mark? What, what, what else you want to plug in? Uh, I don't really know, man. Like I said, catch me on Instagram at Design, All one word. You don't have me on Facebook. That's too bad. <laughs> if you don't have me on Snapchat, I'll put it out there sooner or later. Hey. Yet again, I do not like people. Don't take it personal. Anywho, you catch me in the streets. Shit, I'll burn one with you. Always. Till next time, Jack.